It's 12.08. Jeff Wagner, WTMJ. We are broadcasting from the 620 WTMJ mobile studio outside of Miller Park. The parking lots opened up about 10 minutes ago. People are pouring in. The grills are going. The tents are up. Baseball's flying around. People are having a lot of fun. First pitch is in a couple of hours, and we are joined by the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. Bob, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? I'm great. Hey, first of all, we, we call you Mr. Baseball. I'm calling you Mr. Right on Time. You nailed it exactly when you were supposed to call in. I'm impressed. Well, I was in line with all these other people, and I couldn't get in. <laughs> 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 That's good. Hey, hey, Bob, you know, I remember about six months ago, opening day, you and I, we were talking, we were in the Brewers' dugout. Well, I, I think yep. everybody was optimistic. Did you ever think that this team was going to be where it is today? Well, I'll be honest with you. I thought last year we had a shot last year, really. And um, then with what happened here with the additions and, you know, the up-and-down roster moves that were made all year long, I knew we'd be in the area someplace, Jeff. And, I mean, the deals that David Stearns made, I mean, you know what? You know how that is. You're taking a flyer on a lot of guys, and if indeed they perform the way you think they are going to do, but if somebody would ever tell me that they knew what Christian Yelich was going to do this year and Lorenzo Cain, Yolish Yassin, who's working today, uh, there's no way that could ever happen. And as I said, with the, um, you know, the, the roster moves, uh, you can, you know, you send a guy down for 10 days and bring him back. You can do that all year long. And not only with the Brewers, but with, you know, with every club, um, I, I think it keeps your roster stronger. And uh, as you, you, you saw what happened here once the rosters expanded. I mean, when mm-hmm. you've got 40 guys here and you've got to uh, choose and pick every day, and as Craig said, I mean, the game of baseball is changing from my time. I mean, you know, back in in my day, people were talking about 20-game winners. What a great thing that was. I don't think that's going to be uh, a big deal anymore as we move further down the road with the way they use relief pitchers, the, the way they use closers to start a game. Um, and then with the, the, the number of strikeouts you have, I, I think that indicates – um, really, that that hitters are looking for a certain pitch, and if they don't get it, they're willing to take a strikeout and move on to the next to the next guy. And I think, in in the case of all these clubs that are here, um, even looking over at the Yankees, of course, who are in postseason play. I mean, you got two big guys in Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton, who who strike out tons of times, but they hit a lot of home runs too, and here with what Yelich has done this year, um, it's totally unreal. Mm -hmm. Bob, sometimes... You, you see teams that just, they're, they're almost like teams of destiny. And I, I was just thinking about the Brewers the last couple weeks. That, that last game in St. Louis, the, the guy is, appears to be scoring the tying run. He rounds third base. He falls down, does a face plant, and is out at home plate. L- last Friday night, I, I was at the game. You have Ryan Braun hits the home run, hits the ball at the, the eighth inning. Right fielder goes back. I, I thought he caught it. The ball hits his heel of his glove, rolls along the padding, and then falls for a home run i mean is this a team of destiny well that play made it look like a team of destiny i'll tell you that but going back to what you talked about in st louis 
I, I think that runner would have been out anyway. Ernan Perez is okay. a perfect throw. I think it would have been out anyway. But the idea that they beat the Cardinals in St. Louis and after the Cardinals knocked them out last year, winning that Saturday night game and Colorado advancing, um, you know, that, that made it a little a little more special. And then going to Chicago and, and beating the Cubs down there, that made things a little lighter too. Um but overall, when I, when I look at the talent we have on this club, I don't I don't think it's destiny anymore. I mean, these guys. Look at Mike Mustakas. I yeah. mean, here's a guy we get him late in the season from Kansas City. He's always been one of my favorite players and a, and a and a friend. And last night he comes through with a big base hit and wins the game. Um, all of them though, Lorenzo Cain, Yelich. I mean, Jesus Aguilar. He didn't even become a regular till May. Um, so. I don't know if Destiny's in there or not. I know one thing: they can hit and they can play, and uh, they've they've come a they've come a long way. And uh, I I guarantee you, and you've been around there enough, where nobody nobody says I. It's always we. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. That's the way they operate. Really a good club. Hey Bob, let let me. I I know this is tough. It's different eras and things, but. You know, you were, of course, you know, uh, around during the 1982 team that made the World Series. What, what, what sort of comparisons? How does this team compare to that team? Well, talent-wise, you know, I'm, I'm talking. If you're talking about the overall picture of those two clubs, they're very similar in this respect. They, they hang around together, and that's what, that's what took place with that 82 club. I mean, families were together all the time. The players were together all the time. Uh, I'm still fortunate enough to be here. And that's the thing with these guys. Um, the other night, with the Cubs and the Rockies playing, all of the, all of the players came in here to the ballpark with their families. And the kids and everybody running around and watching the game and having something to eat. And um, that that's what I'm talking about. I mean... They are a family-orientated club. If you would come here um, each and every day after the game and come down into the area outside of the clubhouse, which you know where that is, mm-hmm. there are tons of family people there. And I'm talking about wives, kids, relatives. Um, that That's what it is here. I, I Again, I go back to what I said a moment ago. There's There's nobody says I. Everything is we, and I think that's a pretty good indication of what kind of a club you have. Bob, you've you, you've broadcast lots and lots of seasons. You've you've been with the Brewers during the the good times, and of course, some of those seasons that turned out to be not so good. How, what what's it like to call for a winner? I, I got to assume it's a lot more fun to be doing the broadcasting when you've got a team that's winning ninety six games as opposed to a team that's losing ninety six games. Yeah, I you know what. Jeff, I um, I I do every game like like we're a winner. I do. I I, you know, I think you have to do other things to keep people listening, and and uh, I think people do that. And if we if we get off key a little bit once in a while, I I'll go out and do some other stuff. You know, I don't, I don't lack for material. Um, <laughs> kind of weird stuff comes to my mind all the time. I don't know why, but. Um, it, it, it's, it's more fun when you win, I can tell you that, 
But even in a losing effort, um, I still have a good time on the broadcast. I think all the guys that I've worked with who have gone on to other jobs and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, now with Jeff and Lane Grindle, um, we, we always have a good time. Never making mm-hmm. fun of players. I don't do that. I never make fun of a player, and I don't rip anybody because I know how hard it is to play this game and play it at this level. So when things happen, um, I, it's uh, he'll tell you he should have caught that ball. I don't ever, I don't ever get on anybody. And as I said, when it's when it's um, you know getting a little testy, I find other things to talk about, mm-hmm. whether it be something that happened to me outside of baseball or. Anything else, you know, I mean, all, all of that stuff fits into a broadcast. And, again, only only if we're kind of having a tough time. I don't do it in the course of a good game. Um, I kind of stay with the game, and uh, I think Jeff and Lane do the same thing. But there's nothing wrong with having a little fun, too. But I've been here, this is my 63rd year overall in the game, and 48 here with the crew and I I don't know if I've ever had a bad game I guess you know a couple of surgeries made games bad because I couldn't talk but other than that <laughs> um yeah I, I yeah. I'm doing good well Bob I, let me before, before I let you go let me I, I've I've had a chance to go to a lot of games this year I, I was at the in the ballpark yesterday the the crowd noise the crowd enthusiasm <laughs> seems to me to be just just something else I mean they, they've turned it up to 11 on the 10 scale I mean are, are you sensing that too <laughs> yeah especially if they close the roof uh, <laughs> but but uh you know when you got 45,000 fans in here and yesterday with the yellow towels, and um, when when they took the field, it started. And I'll tell you what, I give credit to Colorado, too. I mean, they, they've had a really tough trip. They, they started in Denver, they flew to California, they came to Chicago, and then they came up to Milwaukee, and they're still in this thing, and it'll be another big game here today. But I don't, you know, I people talk about other towns and, how, how great the fans are in Cardinal in, in, in the Cardinal ballpark at Bush Stadium, Fenway Park. I don't care where it is. I, I put our fans up against anybody, and for enthusiasm and for support, um, you know, there there are 2.8 plus million fans that have come here this year, and it wasn't always nice. It wasn't always good all year long, but once they got everything, once they got everything settled in. And I know you're, you're out here once in a while, so when when things go kind of bad, nothing really happens until August. You know, you get into August, then then you see the clubs that are are going to be postseason clubs. All right. Well, Bob, I I, I know I, I speak for all of Brewers Nation. You said 48 years. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we can get at least another 10 or so out of you. How about that? Does that, <laughs> that sound like a deal? <laughs> yeah. If this cop takes the handcuffs off me, I'll, I'll be back. To <laughs> Okay, well, well, if if you need some bail money, I think we, you know, give me a call or something. We'll work it out because we we need you in the booth for the first pitch. Bob Euchre, Mr. Baseball, the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers, a local and national treasure. Thanks so much for spending some time with me this afternoon. I very much appreciate it. See you, Jeff. I shouldn't have drove on the sidewalk.